Pete Abraham covers them uh, for the Boston Globe. Pete, welcome. How are you? Michael, how are you? Good. Um, and number one, we know that uh, – well, let's do the headline. Before I get the bets now, going into the infield. Um, uh, how surprising is it national media-wise, uh, considering the marquee value, how bad the uh, ratings have been for the World Series? Well, yeah, I think that is surprising. Dodgers, Red Sox, two classic teams, uh, two big markets, uh, two very good teams, especially the Red Sox. Yeah, I am surprised. I, I kind of wonder if it's the length of the games or the, t- the start times, but Major League Baseball said the other day when Rob Manfred was at Fenway that they feel like this is the most opportune time to have the game. Yeah, I don't know. You know, if a son- Now, I always think, Pete, and you know this from being down here, that when you have a year where the Yankees are in the postseason and they lose, the city shuts off. Uh, the p- people get depressed. They don't want to think about baseball anymore. They want to be removed from it. So I always think there's not a lot of talk on the show when the Yanks are eliminated. But uh, So maybe that's a little of that this year. But I, I'm shocked how little the conversation has been about this World Series. I mean, even leading up to it, at least in our town. Now, obviously, it's not that way in the two towns. But, you know, L.A. can shut off really fast, as we know. And the question is, how quick does that city disconnect if the Dodgers just don't get a fast start tonight, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the Dodgers had a nice comeback in the NLCS after going down and, you know, coming back winning game seven. Uh, they've, you know, they've been a, a team with a bunch of star players and Clayton Kershaw and everything else. So I would think this would be a, an interesting team. But, I, yeah, you're right. I do wonder after losing the first two games of the series, if, if they go down tonight, I'm sure that's going to shut down a lot of their interest. And and it's been kind of by rote. Uh, really, the, you know, the, the Red Sox get every two-out hit. They make every catch in the outfield. I mean, they do everything. They make every play. And then Evaldi, I mean, did you, guys, did you know, Pete, did you got any inkling that he was going to use Evaldi in that fashion in this series? Yeah, we did. When, when they made the trade for him in July, they talked about, why they didn't make a move for a reliever. And the whole time they said, we feel like Evaldi is somebody who can help us in relief come the postseason, which, you know, obviously a lot of teams do that. They put their starters in the bullpen. They might get an inning or two out of them. And, but, and a lot of people were critical of Dombrowski for not going out and getting a relief pitcher at the deadline. They were really the only contending team that didn't do that. But Evaldi has been essentially that guy. They put him in the eighth inning to get the bridge to Kimbrell, and he's done a great job. I think he's put one guy on base in, in four games and struck, you know, had the strikeouts. He's done everything he's had to do. So he's really kind of been their Zach Britton, you know, their guy to kind of get, that, get them to the closer. Uh, we're talking with uh, Pete Abraham and Boston Globe about tonight's Game 3. Just to give people an idea, last year Game 1, 8-7, this year 8-2. Last year Game 2, 9-2, this year 8-1. So... Both games lower rated than last year, and this is Dodgers and Red Sox, which is very surprising. Now you got a Friday night, which is not a great great TV night, uh, and it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I, I don't know what it is as to why this hasn't captured people's imagination. And um, do you get a do you get a feeling at all as you change locales? Do you get a feeling that there's any thought out there, any energy out there that the Red, that the Dodgers can get back in the series? Well, I think based on how they came back in the NLCS, there probably is. And they, they obviously didn't play very well at Fenway Park, and the, and the Red Sox took both of those games without much drama. And they've got Walker Bueller on the mound tonight, who's been one of their best starters. They're obviously going to be able to bring Kershaw back and, They've got Rick Porcello tonight for the Red Sox, who's, who's been good in the postseason, but is certainly not somebody who's infallible. So I think tonight represents a good chance for them to get back in it. They, they, they used the, the lineup against their, their, all their right-handed hitters the first two games against the Sox lefties. 
their left-handed hitting lineup against righties is much better. So much you can better. see more power out of the Dodgers tonight. Yeah, they've been criticized for not having a set lineup. Do you, do you believe that it hurts them not to have a set lineup in the postseason? Well, you know, it, it got them this far, and Dave Roberts was asked about that last night at the press conference here in Dodger Stadium, and he was saying, you know, basically this is what's got them to this point. They've done it all year. They did it all through the playoffs. But when you look at their lineups at Fenway Park, their top four home run hitters weren't in the lineup. You yeah, know, they, terrible. They were pinch, they were yeah. pinch hitters. And yep. That's a hard way to play. I mean, you have to have a lot of conviction in what you're doing to do that, and Dave Roberts had that, and it cost him. Now, it's hard to say those guys would have been better against the lefties. Who knows? But it is strange to think of the guys with, you know, four guys with 20-plus home runs not playing. All right, Red Sox have too many outfielders and no DH. We know that. First of all, Martinez got hurt on the base pass, right? Didn't, didn't he get is – he, is he out of the lineup tonight? The first game. Yeah. And they, but they feel like he's going to be ready to play the outfield if he has to. So who's who's not play, how are they going to conf- now Betts they said was not going to play in the infield right he's not going to play second base right he's he's not starting that's for sure I think there's a chance if there was there was a double switch or something going on during the game that they could put him in second base but they're not as of tonight they're not starting him in second base who's who what, what's going to be their outfield configuration tonight well they haven't they haven't announced it yet but right. I think what do you think well it's probably going to be Bradley because they can play Betts in center field. And they can leave Ben and in left field and put Martinez in right. And Martinez has played plenty of right field in Los Angeles. He was this year, so he knows the terrain. I think it's fine if they could put together, given that they don't have a DH. So you think that Jackie Bradley just won't start as the, as the guy will be out of the lineup tonight? Yeah, probably for this game, and then maybe they can switch off and make it Ben and the next game. Boy, it's tough. You know that. You know that just shows you. You take someone. You know Bradley. How about Bradley? You know Bradley. What a series he had against Houston, huh? With those big hits. I mean, there's a guy that you think you can pitch to. You know how good he is defensively. But boy, he came up with a, you know those three monster hits in that series. Yeah, three hits, nine RBIs. All three of them really important in terms of changing those games. And that's how he rode himself to the uh, the MVP award. You know, just on those, just on the basis of those three hits and. He's come around. He's had a good second half of the season after a very bad first half. The defense has always been there. The base running has always been there. Offensively, you know, he's, he's not a, a guy who's a, an all-star hitter by any means, but he's certainly a competent hitter. And with, with the glove, that makes him a very valuable player. You know, you guys are going to look back at this. Game three, Yankee Stadium, is when you guys turned it back on. That's when Boston turned it back on. I mean, that's when everything, you know, it was 1-1. Yanks were feeling really good. And then game three, Yankee Stadium, that's when this team kind of got got its, uh, got whatever it had been missing for whatever as many weeks as it was missing, put it back all together. Uh, no doubt. And they've only lost one time since. And they've just tore, you know, they tore through the Astros those first two games against the Dodgers. I don't know if it was just the fact that they scored the 16 runs against the Yankees, just the way that they beat the Yankees, I think, gave them a lot of confidence. Whether it was 8-1 or 16 runs, it would have been the same thing. And that, I think, gave that team sort of, you know, after being eliminated in the postseason the last two years in the first round, I think that gave them a big boost in terms of feeling like, hey, we belong here, we can beat these teams. We can beat the Yankees, and, and it carried right over to Houston, and it carried right over to the World Series. And Evaldi pitched the big games for them in both series. I thought, you know, that he he he, he was there for them when they needed him in those two big games. That was critical. 
Yeah, as a starter and as a reliever, he's been great, and he's a free agent. He's making himself a ton of money right now. Yeah, you know, he really has been, you know, you talk about X-Factor. He, you know, they made really good pickups with Valdi and Pierce. They both have been really good, and Valdi has, has really done some job in the postseason. And do you think it's a case of Price just not pitching under pressure, or what do you think's going on? You know, he, he got a really easy game in, in the Houston series, and he came through, and that kind of, I think, lifted him, and he got kind of a soft lineup in the second game and in the Dodger game and he comes through so he's gotten two in a row so everyone's got to leave him alone you know pretty much I mean he won the last two starts in the postseason one of them was the, you know, the clinching game to get into the World Series hard to argue with that and he made the comment after the Houston game going into the World Series game that he felt a lot lighter that it was a, obviously a big burden off his shoulders showing that he could do that and I, it's, it's carried forward the series, I would expect him to pitch well. The Dodger lineup's a pretty good matchup for him. And the pitching, you know, and your middle relief, which everyone thought was such a soft underbelly against the Yankees, really pitched well in the Houston series. I mean, has pitched well since. Really turned it around in the Houston series. Yeah, they, they've had some good bullpen. They, they've had one, a couple games where they got away from them, but Matt Barnes has been very good. Joe Kelly's been very good. Uh, Ryan Brazier, the rookie who last year at this time was playing in Japan, he's been very good, and, and they've been able to kind of Lean on those guys, lean on their better guys, avoid their secondary guys. And, and Kimbrel was shaky early on, but his last four have been very good. What was the thought about Kershaw's performance? Uh, you know, it, it was because a lot of people thought he couldn't, wasn't able to throw his curveball in the cold weather as well as he normally could, that he couldn't get the rotation because of the weather, and that left him more susceptible to his fastball or his other pitches, and that the Red Sox took advantage of that. He, he just chalked it up as a bad game, and he's obviously had some bad ones in the postseason before, but the Red Sox felt like he didn't have that kind of curveball where they that was the pitch that they, you know, whether it was a two-strike pitch or a get-ahead pitch, that he didn't have that pitch. Is Sale healthy, or is he just pitching through whatever's going on with him? I think he's pitching through whatever's going on with him, because it's been the velocity comes and goes, uh, the command on the slider comes and goes. I think the, the more rest he's had, he's been better. And that kind of showed up in the, in the first game of the World Series because he had that time off. Uh, the fact that he got sick certainly didn't help. But, yeah, I think they're at a point where the more days off they can give him, the better off they're going to be. You get the feeling that, you know, the Red Sox, who have been so good in the World Series in these years when they've gone there since 2004, I mean, they've run through most of those World Series. Uh, you get the idea they're not going to let the Dodgers off the mat in this series. I mean, that's, that's the kind of feeling I get is that they're just not going to let them off the mat here. Yeah, Cora talked about that last night, how much confidence he feels like they're playing with and that they finally understand. And he's talking more about the younger guys, the Betts and, and Benatendi, Bradley, those guys. They understand how good they are. They understand what kind of team they have. And they're not going to let something bad happen to them. And, and if they get down by a couple of runs, they're not going to be worried about it. And, and I think you can see that in just watching them from where they were in the beginning of the year, how much they've changed. And really... You know, the Red Sox-Yankees, we see it all year long, but them being able to eliminate the Yankees in the postseason was a very big deal for this team. Yeah, you know, the it's funny. Uh, you know, the, I was right next to the Red Sox dugout when the Sanchez, you know, I was sitting there, as, as and they were getting a little edgy in that dugout during that ninth inning of game four, and that Sanchez ball, when he hit it, he hit it a mile high. I was thinking, how different is that, is that season for them if that Sanchez ball goes in the seats? You know that? 
Well, Benintendi told me after the game he thought it was out. After that, I thought you know, when and, I first hit yeah. it, I was between the dugout and 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 the screen right there. I was two like a like three feet off the dugout, and I was like eight feet from Cora. And I'll tell you, when he first hit it, I thought it was two, but he hit it so high. And then when I looked out at Benintendi, he looked like he was tracking it. And then I said, you know, you often there you see, and you know this, the ball just keeps going, and it just keeps yeah. floating and floating and floating. Ball usually carries well there, and I really thought there was a good chance it was gone. Boy, how close was that to being a different game, huh? You know, I think if, if it's July, we're talking about that ball being in the stands, and in October, it's not. So that's probably the difference right there. And they they fear Sanchez because he's really done some damage against them, especially at Fenway Park, too. And for them to get out of that, I think that just that whole series, how they played offensively, some of the things they were managed, they managed to escape. That really changed the mindset of this team and kind of put them on this road now where they're they're two games away from a series. Thanks very much, Pete. Enjoy the rest of the series. Thanks a lot. All right, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Pete Abraham in uh, L.A. So uh, Pete says it'll be Martinez who is going to be okay with his ankle. Uh, he rolled his ankle, I guess, on the base pass in game one. Uh, there was talk that Betts would come in and play second base because he did start as a middle infielder, but uh, last night, Cora said he's not doing that. So it'll be Betts most likely in center. Martinez in right. Jackie Bradley sits game one. Benatendi plays left. Maybe he switches around. The one thing about the Dodgers, I understand they use these platoons, but when you leave all your power on the bench for the first two games of the series, not having regulars in that kind of setting, it just seemed like they put up such a bad lineup. I mean, it was just at least they put their power out there tonight. Maybe they hit some home runs, get some life in this series. Back after this.